0: Welcome to our podcast on A Course in Miracles. Today is lesson 163. There is no death. The Son of God is free.
1: Yeah, this first paragraph is pretty mind-blowing. I'm always amazed to read it. Death is a thought that takes on many forms, often unrecognized. It may appear as sadness, fear, anxiety or doubt, anger, faithlessness, and lack of trust, concern for bodies, envy, and all forms in which the wish to be as you are not may come to tempt you. All such thoughts are but reflections of the worshipping of death as savior and as a giver of release. You know, I don't think many people would consider those things sadness fear anxiety doubt as part of the death urge but this is really clear
0: yeah yeah so basically what it's saying is if you're not supremely happy you're killing yourself you're
1: you're in your death urge yeah Yeah. and
0: i i think that people don't really look at uh, the subtle ways that they're Pinching themselves off from life, you know, and those things they listed, I mean, anger. That's a common thing. And when we ask people about giving up their anger, sometimes they get very defensive, you know, and they think that anger is necessary for protecting themselves or being heard or, um, you know, so they defend the anger, but, but then they don't see that the anger is self-destructive in the end. And that's what that paragraph is saying. All these concerns that you have, uh, identifying with the body, anger, lack of trust, um, envy
1: anxiety and sadness there's all part of the death urge
0: so it's all part of what we call this unconscious death urge um yeah so go on
1: embodiment of fear the host of sin god of the guilty which lower g and the lord of all illusions and deceptions does the thought of death seem mighty for it seems to hold all living things within its withered hand, all hopes and wishes in its blight, blighting grasp, all goals perceived but in its sightless eyes. The frail, the helpless, and the sick bow down before its image, thinking it alone is real, inevitable, worthy of their trust, for it alone will surely come. So there it's saying that we think death is inevitable. Yeah. Right there, it says, "Thinking it alone is real, inevitable, and or alone it will surely come." So yeah. that is really clear in this two first two paragraphs. Right.
0: So, when we work with people on their unconscious death urge, that's a major pillar of of it. The thought that death is inevitable. Mm-hmm. Like, first of all, we identify with the body we somehow associate our with this vehicle in the physical dimension we call the body. And so we can't seem to envision or picture ourselves without a body. So we've identified with the body. And then, you know, we have... Also identified with death, like that the death, death of the body. We've made a big deal about that. When you leave your body, you're dead. So you're dead. And this lesson is saying it's not possible for you to ever die. So let's read on.
1: All things but death are seen to be unsure. So we're saying death is the one thing that seems sure. Too quickly lost, however, hard to gain. Uncertain in their outcome, apt to fail the hopes they once engendered and to leave the taste of dust and ashes in their wake, in place of aspirations of dreams. But death is counted on, for it will come with certain footsteps when the time has come for its arrival. It will never fail to take all life as hostage to itself. So that's what we believe, that it's certain that we're going to die and that's the one thing that will never fail would you bow down to idols such as this here is the strength and the might of god himself perceived within an idol made of dust here is the opposite of god proclaimed as lord of all creation stronger than god's will for life and endlessness of love and heaven's perfect changeless constancy here is the will of the father and of son defeated finally and laid to rest beneath the headstone death has placed upon the body of the holy son of god wow that's really strong so it just shows how death is the opposite of god it says here
0: yeah
1: stronger than the god's will we believe that our we believe that death is stronger than god's will
0: well, I think we have to see that the body is not the self. The body is just a tool. It's a the text calls it a communication device. You know, it's a it's a tool that we use in the physical dimension to communicate with other souls, other beings, you know. So, the, the connection that we have with our Creator is a thought in the mind of God. You know, it even defines us as a thought, a capital thought, in the mind of God. And then there's a lesson that says my mind is part of God's, I am very holy. So this thought in the mind of God is immortal and that's who we are. And for a period of time we are in this physical dimension communicating the joy of that realization, you know, that we are a thought in the mind of love, in the mind of universal joy, um, universal uh, well-being and this happiness we want to extend and, and share and create you know and we need the body in this dimension to communicate that. Mm-hmm. So, the body does have a very important function, but when we start identifying with it, and then, you know, we start identifying with time, oh, well, we have a birth and then we have a death, and then when that that is finite, we start identifying ourselves with the finite, instead of the infinite and the immortal. And so we've kind of screwed ourselves up, you know. We've placed our our treasure where moth and rust corrupt, the Bible says.
1: Unholy in defeat, he has become what death would have him be. His epitaph, which death itself has written gives no name to him for he has passed to dust it says but this here lies a witness god is dead wow that's a strong statement here lies a witness god is dead and this it writes again and still again while all the while its worshippers agree and kneeling down with foreheads to the ground they whisper fearfully that it is so Wow, all these paragraphs are about how we are convinced that death is inevitable.
0: Well, and we saw this movie last night about an archaeological dig, you know. And uh, they found this uh, ship. It's like, you know, over a thousand years old. And buried in the ship was, you know, the... The gold and the treasures of this uh, wealthy figure, or this this uh, chieftain or kingly figure, and then you know you think about Egypt and the mummies. It's like they try to preserve the body, and this notion that we're a body. Uh, it's very strong you know to the um, degree we go to preserve the body you know even after the the death the so-called death of the body you know it shows how much we identify with the body and um interesting interesting and this 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 lesson is really pivotal in the Course in Miracles, to get us to um, let go of this identification with the body.
1: Yeah, it is impossible to worship death in any form and still select a few you would not cherish and would yet avoid, while still believing in the rest. For death is total. Either all things die or else they live and cannot die. No compromise is possible. For here again we see an obvious position which we must accept if we be sane. What contradicts one thought entirely cannot be true unless its opposite is proven false. The idea of the death of God is so preposterous that even the insane have difficulty in believing it. For it implies that God was once alive and somehow perished, killed apparently by those who did not want him to survive. Stronger will could triumph over his, and so eternal life gave way to death, and with the Father died the Son as well.
0: Well, I mean, I am spirit is lesson 97. And spirit is that which cannot be destroyed, as you say in the LRT, you're immortal in your spirit and then spirit is everywhere you know you can't say oh well there's an edge to it like spirit doesn't uh go beyond my body or spirit is not in the air or spirit is not in the wood of the table you know spirit is everywhere continuous okay so when, when we leave the body, it's almost like the realization of our spirit being everywhere. It, it's, it's not far-fetched to say, well, when we leave this container or this, this, uh, vehicle, this tool, then our spirit is not limited And it goes back to its all-pervasive nature. So you can almost say you you go into the rocks and the trees and the mountains and the sky and the planets and the stars, and it's like you return to this all-pervasiveness that is who you
1: are. But isn't this lesson implying you don't have to die and drop your body?
0: Well, I mean, you can certainly keep it as a vehicle for communication as long as you so choose. Mm-hmm. That's all up to you. There, yeah. There is no death. So part of the belief that the body mm-hmm. has a shelf life, that's, that's up for question two in yeah. this lesson.
1: Well, that's what I thought. Death... Worshippers may be afraid and yet can thoughts like these be fearful if they saw that it is only this which they believe they would be instantly released and you will show them this today there is no death and we re- renounce it now in every form for their salvation and our own as well god made not death whatever form it takes must therefore be illusion this is the stand we take today and it is given to us to look past death and see the life beyond. Our Father, bless our eyes today. We are your messengers, and we would look upon the glorious reflection of your love which shines in everything. We live and move in you alone. We are not separate from your eternal life. There is no death, for death is not your will. And we abide where you have placed us in the life we share with you and with all living things, to be like you and part of you forever. We accept your thoughts as ours, and our will is one with yours eternally. Amen.
0: Well, we accept your thoughts as ours, and our will is one with yours eternally. So, I mean, that's the end of the separation, wouldn't you think? Yeah. I mean, if if our will is one with God's, and we accept the thoughts of God. And the thoughts of God are joyous, glorious, uh, eternal, everlasting, uh, purely happy, you know, the exact opposite of death. So when we make our will one with God's, we make our will one with the immortal, with, with the everlasting. And we have a service to render to the rest of the human race, which, which is to spread the good news of this immortality, you know, and this joy and this uh, ending of the separation. You know, like we talk a lot about ending the separation between ourselves and God, but we also have to end the separation we feel between ourselves and our brother, You know, it 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 says in Lesson 246, to love my father is to love his son. So it's like we have to love everybody. We love God most by loving God's creation and God's sonship. So all our brothers and sisters on the planet, it's like we have to love them, and loving God is loving God through them wouldn't you say?
1: Right. But this lesson is really powerful, I think. It's, um, it's showing us that everybody has thought death is inevitable.
0: Yeah. And, and we have to change that. And the purpose of being here in a body, communicating that, is important. Mm-hmm. You know, it says, bless our eyes today. We are your messengers. So what's a messenger do? Brings the message. What's the message? The message is there is no death. I mean, and even people that haven't uh, embraced or studied the philosophy of physical immortality and they leave their body they still are not dead yeah okay (laughs) okay so that's we're the messenger of that so even for people who we're consoling uh, where family members have passed and we have a number of those right now you know in our life it's it's important that we get across that You know, this soul, this spirit of this person is absolutely living on. And that's our message. We are your messengers. Bless our eyes today. We are your messengers. And we would look upon the glorious reflection of your love that shines on everything well, what do you think would happen to us if we actually saw the glorious reflection of God's love in everything?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, we're kind of walking around half asleep and therefore we are not in a state of, of divine joy because we're not seeing the glorious reflection of God's love that's shining in everything. But if we did, our life would be totally different. There is no death, for death is not your will. You know, there's, God's will is not death. So, I mean, this prayer, we have to master it. There is no death, for death is not your will. And we abide where you have placed us in the life we share with you and with all living things. We share this life, there's one life. That I share with God, all living things. So it's, it's like time to end the separation, you know. And that's our responsibility.
1: Okay, thank you.
0: Thank you.